everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 KBGG. Dave Creighton Jr. Uh, sitting next to me. I'm Brett Ridge. Dave Creighton Jr. Trying to figure out what to do with this microphone. That I is have the worst hanging, microphone dangling free. in the history of the huddle. It is sl- slinging low over this there. This is going back to the days of the uh, headgear with the mics on them. That, where, the, where we'd had, the, had them, the, the, they the had tape. Them taped. We had duct tape on the... the yeah. Anyway. Trent I had, Condon it, I had here a with us. there for you. If you... You would have just there. You go. You got to just lean. You got to lean, 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 lean into it a little bit. It's all right. We got it going now. <laughs> Looking good. Gonna we'll, need some chiropractic. We're work. gonna bring in duct tape next week. It'll be Hawkeye. I have the Hawkeye duct tape. We'll bring that in and we'll tape that sucker up. I'll just get our engineer to fix it. How about that? How about that? This would have been this would have been the the time we were gonna have. We were gonna try to do, go on a profanity laced tirade and have Trent bleep us out. You know, so and, and it'd be kind of funny with the Brian Ferentz thing, but they don't. Have, we can't do that. No, it just cuts us off the air. It was so we we can't we couldn't do it. But I'm sure that um, dozens of our listeners would love to have us cut well, off the air occasionally. <laughs> the, um, here's what I want you to do for me. I got a lot of little tidbits, things that have been, and I didn't make notes today. So just keep reminding me. What other tidbit do you have to throw in here as we discuss random Hawkeye acts football? of consciousness? Random acts of oh, these are some recruiting stuff. There's stuff from from basketball. We got to make sure we talk about that. We got all kinds of stuff, but obviously. We always start show breaking down last week's uh, football game. You and I sat uh, uh, sat together win. for uh, the the seventeen uh, ten snoozer that was in in Iowa City. And I, here's a here's a couple things. You know, I, I always listen to the radio shows on the way home. I don't. Um, I, I know you don't. You make it a habit to not do that as a matter of purpose, which is probably a good idea sometimes. However, I like to keep my finger on the pulse of the man. Right. That's what Twitter's for. Uh, yeah. And you can well, follow me at Hawkeye Huddle and follow Ridge at Hawkeye Huddle too. That's right. Um, so. One of the things that was talked about and discussed the other night was that the fans were, uh, in this 17-10 to 10 victory over Minnesota, the fans were a little bit sleepy and lethargic. Much like the football team. Well, I, so when we got in there, I didn't, I didn't think so, right? I think everybody was thrilled with, number one, it wasn't raining. Number two, it was uh, the wind had died down. It was nice, and everybody was kind of in there and ready. I went right down the field and scored. Stadium was loud. People were. It wasn't on fire like it was for Penn State, but the stadium was loud, ready to go. And then the football, the brand of football we watched, basically is akin to something from the movie. Uh, what, what was the? What was that movie that Brendan Fraser was in? Where they basically there was the nineteen tens, and all they did was like literally they run up the middle, and they literally sometimes like would throw George the other, Clooney movie. Yeah, they would. They would throw. Well, there was that one too. Okay, well they would throw the guy over the uh, the line, and that was how they gained how, how four yards. How about this brand of football was similar to the nineteen seventy version of electric football? That, with the that, cotton <laughs> ball and the... Yeah, he and, turned to me in the middle of the and third quarter. You had quarter the little goes, quarterback with the with the <laughs> spring on his arm. And you'd try and flick it, so yeah. it would hit the dude, and that was a completed pass. You said you were combing the teeth on your football guys. Did it all so the time. You, you know what they did? They'd go in circles. That's what this football. When I found the Chuck like. Foreman guy who would actually go straight, because my my team, I had a Vikings like versus Rams oh, electric had, football, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the Chuck Foreman guy uh-huh. who would go forward. He always got the ball. Forty-four. That's a guy. 44. I believe he was well, forty-four. Yeah, could, he couldn't yeah, leap yeah. in the electric football <laughs> unless you got pissed off and hit the yeah, hit the deal, yeah. and then they all leap. Well, that would have helped Iowa on Saturday night, and and you know a lot's been talked about when it comes to what is happening with this offensive football team. There's a couple things that are really easy to diagnose, and there's a couple things that are not right. And one of those things it, that's not, well, I suppose, easy to diagnose, but one of the things that's not easy to fix right away is just to figure out how mentally they're they're getting. They've got drops. They've got uh, missed blocks. They've got um, they've got 
penalties at the wrong time. Uh, I think Kirk said today eight different drives where something killed the drive. And it happens typically, but we're not even talking about like, you know, three and out by by Minnesota making a great play. You're basically talking about eight different drives where Iowa did something that just killed themselves. So I was talking or texting to a good friend of mine over in the Quad Cities uh, this morning, and we were talking about the football game a little bit. And I said, by my count, I think the average number of drops in the Hawkeye football games, I'm going to go with four. But let's just say that's an average. But those four drops are four first downs, maybe four touchdowns. Who knows uh, what they are? But those are four drive extenders. Absolutely. Right. And if you catch the football as a wide receiver. Now, I was not a talented wide receiver in high school, but I did play football. And I did catch the ball. I dropped one. It was against North. It didn't matter. We won 51 to nothing. But nevertheless, the point is this. If the ball hit your hands, you had to catch it. That was the rule. That was the only purpose. You've got one job. You have one job. Catch the ball. Now, Vandenberg, easily both, spoke to reporters today. There's video at uh, Hawkeye Report, which we'll talk to Tom a little bit later today at 535, um, about making those plays. Obviously, Noah Fant dropped one in the Northwestern game. Well, Marset drops. Uh, Smith drops Marset a ninety-five-yard touchdown well, pass. He didn't really it, drop it. He let it hit him in the face, and then it bounced off his hands. That's because receivers are not taught to use their hands, and for whatever reason, it's just it's bad. I'm, I'm not saying it's bad coaching. I'm just saying that's that is a product of football evolution over time. In in my day, we all caught with our hands. You went up and, and, and grabbed that ball out you, of the air instead of letting it fall into and, your hands. And very yeah. few people ever were successful at corralling that ball, even if it was in the middle of your stomach, without it hitting your shoulder pads or something bad happening. Right. Right. And now we've seen punts that have hit face masks, and this was a great pass by Nate Stanley. But imagine, I mean, think about how much different you feel if he catches that and, go 95 and scores. He goes 95 yeah. yards yep. for a touchdown. Your offensive statistics look completely different. You've you had a long a, a, a long pass play for the second game in a row, and we end up with another one later in the game. And the crowd is excited. Yes. everyone's pumped yep. up. It's fourteen nothing. It's the first quarter, and we're killing Minnesota. And as it as it as it was, it turned out to be an interception, poorly called. I'm, I, I, now, Trent, were you at home? or Were you at the game? I was at the game. So did he? I I I didn't did you get do Greg the. Of course, oh, in boy. in well, in the building. Well, we saw some pictures online where people are actually Dude, had a, a front row drinking the drinking ultras. The, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, just a couple of snifters. That's okay. a, well, that's a yeah, bold yeah. strategy. Got to bring your mold, Nick Ultra bold, in. Bold. My 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 point was, I didn't go back and watch tape this week or whatever. It's same tape recording, DVR, whatever. I didn't go back and watch it. Um, my question really is, how in the world, based on the pictures we saw, could they have given Minnesota that ball? I mean, the ball's laying on the ground. The guy, did, the guy didn't even come close. Do you really want to, to talk to me man. about replay after I watch my man Zach Miller for the oh, Bears man. catch a touchdown, have his leg basically come off, uh, hold on to the ball, roll over twice, r- rolls over, sets and, it down so he can grab his leg, and they say, uh, "I'm sorry, that was not a touchdown." I uh-huh. replay is so stupid when and tell us, Hawkeye Huddle listeners. You're sitting on your couch, you're eight beers in, and you see the TV. You can make the call more correctly 
than these bozos in the replay booth. Well, so this it's is no wonder Brian got mad. Yeah. Now, uh, inappropriate? Sure. What he said up there? Inappropriate. Without sure. Without a question. Uh, not, not a question, right? But the fact is that... Um, both well, and play- we're not even talking about the interception. Well, I mean, that's not when he got mad. Well, he got he mad, got mad at-, at the Butler fumble, right? Which, if the if the whistles had blown, which we couldn't see in the stadium, clearly it was a fumble. If they hadn't, but we thought when the guy, I mean, we thought we heard the whistles early too, and then we're like, well, we can't see that, so it looks like a fumble. Well, you can't but, see it, but you know, there are other it. senses. Maybe right. they could smell it, but but they could that taste one, the whistle. That one. So what has what has happened? And I. I, I do want them to get it right. I do want them to get it right. But we've gotten to a point now where we're reviewing things that if if the whistle's blue and everybody stops playing and the ball just falls on the ground, somebody just picks it up, right, just happens to pick it up. Because now you have to be taught there's a penalty flag if you play after the whistles, but you have to be taught to play after the whistles because those well, whistles blew the ball. Jumping now, on a right. live football or a, a ball unknown whether to be live or not is different than going and cleaning off the pile I, I after agree. a whistle. I agree, but I, I agree, but it could be if, if there's a pile up to get that ball afterwards. I mean, now the ball's on the – let's say the ball's on the ground instead just pulled out of there. The ball's on the ground. Their guy dives on it. Iowa guy dives on it. They're fighting. They start throwing flags because somebody dove on top of the other I don't would, think they're going to throw flags. Your, your replays, supposition there is wrong. Replays have become, a, a, to right now the replay officials are taking over parts of the game that they shouldn't take over. They're, they're stepping in in places where they shouldn't, and they're actually getting it wrong. They're much like Catholic school proctors at a dance. They're bringing the rulers out when they don't need to. Well, this is God's space right in between you, right? Well, here, that's yeah. the space yeah. for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, space for the Holy Spirit. Or the Holy right. Spigot. Yeah. But my my point is that I both of these plays that we're talking about, they 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 got one definitely wrong, and I don't have any clue how they didn't. That then the Bears game definitely got that wrong. I don't care what the rule says; it's just still wrong. There should right? be an accommodation for a man's leg falling off. No, you don't even need that. He caught the football, rolled over it's twice. Like a, it's like a cartoon where the guy runs in, his head gets taken he's off, a, but he's, he's holding on to the ball at the end of the play. The ball up there. So um, anyway, Iowa it, it, they get it done the other night. Um, by the way, um, exactly the same score that I called in our Temple and Rye last call. Nailed it. It's all right. Don't get my. I don't get many. I got that one. Um, I think I had them at twenty. Yeah, seventeen. I had seventeen ten, and uh, and we sit, sat right actually, on it. Actually, we were both correct in matter in the manner with which that game was going to go. Yeah, it was going to be it was going to be poorly played offensively, and it just was. It and never we were, wasn't. It, it, it was it was poorly executed offensively, yeah, yes. and there's a difference. I'm with you on this. If Iowa runs three plays right up the middle, and that is their game plan, and they. They go three and out because on fourth down, it's now fourth and six. And we've gotten four yards uh, on three plays. That's bad offense. But when you throw passes to guys that are open and they they drop them, or you've got big plays that happen and all of a sudden we've got an unforeseen holding penalty. On the guy who caught the football. I've never (laughs) seen it. I've watched. I'm almost 52 years old on Saturday. Not saying anything. I've seen a push-off before. I'm I've just never seen saying a hold this. On it, I've man. watched football literally that I can remember since I was five. Never seen that. Never all. seen the guy who caught the ball called for holding. No. I haven't either, but, yeah. I mean, really? Are but, we making things up? Well, that's that's where you get into, but this is where you get into. These are These are mental mistakes. These are things that should be at this point in time. The question that you have to have in your mind 
is are these things that these guys are capable of cleaning up. And and this is where you get into, unfortunately, it doesn't look like it, right? And, and you're hoping that, that as they grow and they get older. But go ahead and look at this roster, by the way. This is ostensibly, minus Josie Jewell and probably Josh Jackson now, this is ostensibly your defense for next year. Well, you're right? losing uh, and, Neiman and, you're, and, you're and Bo Bauer. Yeah, I'm saying you've moved and Taylor. You're losing a couple. Of, yeah, you're losing. A <laughs> it couple appears of we've guys, already lost. Him. Right, you're losing a couple guys off that defense. Offensively, you're losing Akram Wadley and Welsh and, and Butler then, and and Butler. But you're going to have some running and backs. You're, you're going to have some running backs. You're going to have relatively the same same receiving core. Right, you have a lot of the same offensive linemen. These are guys. This is this is a similar football team to what you're going to have next year. The question is, how much can they grow if what they're doing right now, they're this far into the season, and they're having the, the trouble okay. with these basic things. So there's a question. But but if I recall in both the Northwestern game and the Minnesota game, many of the penalties that I can recall, and you guys tell me where I'm wrong, but I think Alaric Jackson is struggling over there at left tackle. I think he's struggling, too. But I think, James, I think James Daniels is struggling at the center position. I see him whiff all the time. Now, well, is that his fault or is I, somebody else missing who they're supposed to hit? Yeah, I don't you know, know. I'm not going to go into the... Uh, Tom said he's thought he, that Daniels is hurt. Well... Playing hurt, which is a possibility. Well, he was hurt know. the first game. He didn't even play in that one. Right. So, I mean, obviously we're t- almost two months later from that. But I'm saying... And I'm not getting on Jackson because I the dude, redshirt freshman, stepping in. Yeah, yeah. Tristan Wirfs, same sort of situation. These guys are seeing things at a speed and a, and a pace they've never seen before. This isn't Mount Vernon High School versus Solon in the 3A quarters. I mean, this right. is this Iowa, is, Minnesota, under the lights yep. of Kinnick. And Saturday night, they got the Ohio State University coming in, which in Trey and Matthew's lifetime, they've only seen them win once. And we were there in 2004, mm-hmm. and I looked at the scoreboard once and went, take a picture of this, boys. It was like it's 30, be a while 30 to nothing yeah. or 30 to 7. I said, this is the Ohio State University that we're beating. Yeah. This doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Four times, literally, I think, in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, not saying. Ohio State twice. And uh, after Gang Lu. 19, uh, so 1983. 83, 87. 83, 87, 2004. 87 and after. Hartley. was the game. 91 yeah, was Gang Lu game. That's right? it. And 04. And 04. Yeah. Four times. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a been overtime with James. Was it Vandenberg's first game? Lost, lost in overtime. Overtime. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those wins was Marv Cook. I was at Creighton. I would typically does not play even well against Ohio State, right? Even when we've got good football teams. That one team with Tim Dwight and those guys went up there and was down. Was it fifty six nothing at halftime? They came back and made fifty six thirty five, and you're kind of like. I'm not even sure that worked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it would have been a good idea. There've been some good football teams that have been blitzed by these guys, but no, you're right. This is going to be this is going to be very, very tough. Here's the thing: putting a wrap on Minnesota, at least a little bit, as far as I'm concerned. Are you are you going to put a bacon wrap on Minnesota? I like bacon. Yeah, Uh, and of course we kept the bacon because of this. But um, Minnesota's not a very good football team. They they're, don't have a they're bad... They're rowing upstream right well, now. <laughs> well, if you watch... So their quarterback completed nine passes. And we sat there. We said this, right? We were like, wow, he's bad. And What he lacks in accuracy, he makes up an in indecision. And, and and his receivers, by the way, are bad, right? They drop they dropped. What more they passes, lack in speed, they, they lack in hands. Right. So, I mean, 
that game easily could could have been tied seven seven if they got a decent tight end or and a decent they have quarterback. a decent tight end. He's like six ten. Yeah. The problem was he fell down on a you know wide open on a fourth down. They have they have a bad football team and the Iowa defense took advantage of that. Ohio State doesn't have that. Wisconsin even hey, though they're not this flashing. Just in, we won, but well, but the point is, does it piss you off over? And you do this more than we do because we just come on here once a week. Yeah, to listen and read. And and I don't understand the angst. Of, well, not angst. Oh, what what are you? You sure as I'm hell sound angsty? Ro- I'm going down this road. What road think. is this? My point is this Hawkeye fan road, the one that is mad because we won I'm not against mad. a bad team. Who cares? You're supposed to be bad teams. Isn't I'm that not the mad. Point? Supposed to cover against bad teams. They didn't. That's well, they kind of did. Yeah, I don't know if you you didn't get seven. I had seven. Well, it's okay. Not a win. Well, it's not a loss. Pushes a win at a blackjack table. It was is there value? Was there value? I don't know. Uh, there, it, there was, it, there was there only value, value once it got to seven. Right. My point is this. Well, make Bad it. Football, I'm, you kept interrupting well, me. Well, I'm going to continue because you're going nowhere with me. I'm just telling you. They got it done. You need to move on. And the point is, we need to figure out. They need to figure out how they got to grow. They've got to figure out how to grow from this, or this is going to be a long weekend. And we're going to start into November, and November is going to go downhill quick. And I will tell you this: six and six, they're going to they're going to be senior day is going to be very important to Iowa if they don't turn this around this week in terms of cleaning stuff up. I don't care if they get beat, but if they play a clean game and get beat, it's going to be a lot better moving forward because they're going to know they can do that. It's going to be a lot better because that I don't want to have the angst of the Purdue game at five at five and five. Oh. I don't want to be there. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We got basketball to talk about. They actually played a game of sorts on Friday night. Where is William and Jewel? Missouri? Missouri. Kansas City ish? Just north. I think actually when you're driving in on 35, I think that's where it is. Bill okay. Jewel. I, uh, Bill Jewel. Bill Jewel. No relation to Bill or Mary. Um, but, but apparently a swell guy. I, I don't know. Gave they a lot of money. Gave a lot of money to something, right? Anyway, didn't offend anybody or the plaques would be removed and all that. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Sponsored by your locally owned Domino's. Domino's $7.99 large three-topping carryout offer is every day. So no matter what day it is, it's always a good day for pizza. Ask for this offer. Availability and charges may apply. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to Geico. I'm so happy, I feel like I can fly. 
Disclaimer, you will not be able to fly by switching to GEICO. This is against the laws of physics and nature. If you find yourself flying, please seek professional and or medical help immediately. In the unlikely event you find yourself flying, you might be a superhero or a pigeon or a superhero named Pidgewoman who was bitten by a radioactive pigeon. If you are indeed Pidgewoman, GEICO retains all licensing publishing rights in the event Pidgewoman the movie becomes a top-grossing Hollywood blockbuster. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This is Jake Sweezy from 1700 KBGG. 94% of crashes are caused by human error. Step up and take responsibility when you're behind the wheel. Make zero fatalities your goal. 152 pulse-pounding games, 340 blasts of the goal horn as puck met net, and 880,000 fans who visited Wells Fargo Arena to cheer on the team. For four seasons, we've called Des Moines home. So as we celebrate five years strong, Iowa Wild is proud to say, hockey lives here. Join us Thursday and Friday at 7 p.m. Thursday is Dollar Dog Night. Get hot dogs for only $1. Friday is another $2 beer night. Visit iowawild.com for more info. Hockey lives here. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses. The Funky Zebras Clive, Phone and Fix, and Hawkeye Tack and Western Wear. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessig family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Ridge State Crane Jr. Trent Condon here with you on 1700. Brought to you by the good folks at Christopher's Restaurant over in Beaverdale. Head on over and check out the uh, the great deals of great food. 
Terrific Great food. food. Terrific food that they've got over there. Of course, Templeton Rye. We'll get to our Templeton Rye last call, which uh, just in case you're keeping score, I, I did hit perfectly last week at the end of the show. Wow. What, <laughs> what do you get for that? I had nothing. Oh, okay. He doesn't even uh, get a shot that's, at Devil to Dry. That's why. That's why I'm bringing it up because this is like this is it. That's all you get, right? And uh, you, you know, get, he gets uh, thirty four, credits in the Condon Casino. Four, ooh. Fourteen years, and I don't know that we've that, that we've had more than a handful of just straight on got the score right. So it's yeah, sorry. few and far for me, between. few and far between. And of course, Kozlowski Law, uh, Family Law, Kozlowski uh, Family Law. Give him a. Uh, give them a look, particularly if you're looking at the collaborative divorce. Uh, not that we would really want anybody to get divorced, but, you know, if you do, there's one way to go that might, things might be a little bit less painful, and it's uh, right there at Kozlowski Law. Okay, so a couple of things uh, in between us, uh, between uh, the wrap-up and, and the upcoming uh, discussion with Tom Caker here. First of all, did you see this deal with Davion Nixon, who is the— um, you don't follow recruiting nearly the same way I do. I know you follow Tom's site. Is but- he the dude who got an offer from Alabama? Right, so Davion Nixon needs no is, studying. Um, <laughs> he nicely done. Uh, defensive lineman. Uh, I I believe it came down to Iowa and Purdue, so he wasn't super highly recruited. But a few of the Big Ten schools after him. Is he at Iowa Western. <clears throat> he was ready. He was enrolled. Right, he qualified, but he qualified very very late. Right, and so Iowa helped him get into Iowa Western, so he wouldn't blow any eligibility. He wanted to play a little bit this year. And do some things so that that things would work. So they helped him get in there late. He goes in, he's blowing up, and Daddy apparently has sent tapes around the country. Davion himself is still committed to the University of Iowa and still happy to be committed to the University of Iowa, and he's been saying as such as of but, this broadcast. But yes, but his well, you need now, to start using the word however, however, because I'm going to start to think you're an ass man. Uh, however, but. But uh, he's tweeted out last week that he's going to have to take a visit to Alabama, which, of course, is a no-no when you're committed to the University of Iowa. Now, he's not on the official commitment list this year, like on Rivals and all that. You know why? Because he's still under the letter of intent he signed because he enrolled at Iowa. And until he goes through a year at West Iowa Western, th- this is the way I understand it. I'm not an official, but this is the way I understand it. Well, why don't we it. just ask Tom? We're going to do this. I'm just putting this out there. So what's there. the hyperbole? The hyperbole is that Alabama tamper with him by offering him a scholarship, calling him and offering him a scholarship, because he's under a letter of intent. Once you do that, you're not allowed to do that. Okay. Also, how stupid is Dad for sending a tape around the country when, when you know, his word is stronger than Oak, right, with the Iowa coaching staff. Well, maybe, maybe saying, his dad's been what, reading about bags in the SEC. Well, there's bags. There are bags, and there are bag men. And maybe his dad has, but this is one of those situations – it's a kid that's a plug-and-play kid for next year. I mean, All I read is uh, that he uh, said he was committed to Iowa. And he's, he's a kid will come in probably, However, the Alabama offer yeah. will make a difference. Yes, and he will be... Let's look at Pierce Bacher, yes. who will be certainly a top three-round draft choice. Yep, probably. Interior offensive lineman. Yeah. Sure. Not as probably. highly valued, but he's really good. <laughs> I don't know. Brendan Scherf was getting a lot of run as the best lineman in the league uh, before he rolled his ankle. Yep. Yep. And talk about dropping a few bombs on the live television on the, on broadcast. Live television, yes, he did. And I, he was in anguish. I, I was surprised they didn't bleep those out somehow. Or well, how are they going to do it? Well, they have a delay thing there, too. But I guess you, uh, after with all the satellites and all the different, they couldn't do it. I don't know. You just don't. Well, you know, you there's, a del- there's a delay between my living room and the sunroom. A, <laughs> if you're watching it in my yeah, house. You, so. could, you could bleep it out on, in one room to the other. Absolutely. Okay, Hawkeye basketball team starts off the uh, exhibition season, I believe, 105-81 to over Bill Jewell. 
Um, game closer for most of the first half than, than Hawkeye fans would have expected. I think they got themselves a little chewing at halftime on their defensive effort. Things turned up a little bit. The impressive part of the whole deal is the two of the, the three guys that led them really offensively are the two freshmen, Nungi and, uh, and, and Garza. Garza goes for 17, and Nungi, I think he had I think he, The he had only thing 14. he missed was a free throw. Yeah, he was like six for six. With he also free served throw. the after after the game buffet. <laughs> this is this is he fun was in the, to see he was those the bread kinds department. of skills. Right. It's fun to see the kind of skills that, that these guys have and are bringing to the table because they're going to fill a, a role for Iowa. And speaking of that, now that Christian Williams this week has decided to transfer. Did that right after the huddle last week. Why couldn't he have done that at four? By the way, remember I said there were those rumors back in March, and you guys told me, hey, you don't know what you're talking about? I was, it turns out I was right, just six months late. Wow. Anyway, he transfers. Uh, he's going to transfer. So Connor McCaffrey. Do you remember that time official... when you got an algebra test right? No, <laughs> no I don't remember that. <laughs> Connor McCaffrey says today officially, and uh, Fran, they've officially said, Connor's playing basketball this year, not baseball. And, uh, they're uh, going to well, decide on baseball after the basketball season. Right. Well, right. He's gonna. I mean, he's gonna be on the baseball team, but he's for sure playing basketball this year and not redshirting. They're gonna need him as a backup, uh, not only backup point guard and off guard, but uh, just, they just they just need somebody to distribute the basketball. And he's good. He's I have good. A, I have a question. Did Dom Yule play against William Jewell? He did. I don't know what his final totals were, but did I know he, he I mean, played. do you get very many minutes? I mean, I know Bear only played like eight or nine minutes. Hey, uh, six. And, I read they, they, they and Isaiah Moss uh, rolled his ankle, which is the only thing you hate about these sorts of things. But it's basketball; ankles are going to get rolled. Says it's not a big deal. Um, we'll see if he even plays this week. Ankles have a way of being a problem if you don't just rest them for a little while. Fortunately, basketball is a long. Wouldn't season. you like to be the boot provider at the University of Iowa? Yeah. It seems like about half the teams, <laughs> whether it's football, basketball, just, maybe wrestling. I don't know. Those guys pull walk. out your pull out your suitcase. The, it, what color would you like? Here's a, here's a boot. Nine minutes. Nine for minutes for you. Mule nine. nine for Macy Daly, eight for Creener. Nine for Bear, as mentioned, and what was the other one? Isaiah Moss. Oh, was nine for Bear. Okay. Well, and, you know, here's the thing about these early games. And th- was it last year we lost to Augustana, yeah. South Dakota? Yeah, absolutely. Two years ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, two years ago, okay. And, and y- you have these situations. Well, they're playing 15 guys. And, and, and clearly they're they're letting some guys get some minutes in there to get a, accustomed to playing college basketball, in, right? Yeah. yeah, and not in a necessarily a normal sort of rotation that I think we would like to see. Fran, I think, even said today or yesterday in a in a interview that he'd play thirteen guys if the game if the week started or the season started today, which is a lot. Um, it's a tough rotation to to figure out who's going in where, right? And I when mean, now they got five bigs that can rotate between two spots, it, so that helps. I mean, well, and now you can really specialize in who's going to be standing down low and who's going to because. That's 25 fouls. Right. Nungi can stand out and knock him down from three. Creener made the first three of the year for Iowa, you know. That guy, so they can step out, right? And and you got um, you got Pemsel who's down 20 pounds or 30 pounds or something like that, right? So, and, you know, Cook refining his game in there. Garza who can flush it. You're right. They've got 25 fouls to I give I think Pemsel went the to the New Leaf Wellness Program. They must have done something. 25 <laughs> fouls they can give. It's going to be interesting. What is it? Uh, Belmont Abbey this week on Thursday night? Downton right? Abbey. Downton Abbey. Same thing. It's not on the PBS, uh, but it is on the internet if you want to watch that. And then uh, they'll go, they'll wait about 10 days, I think, before they actually get started for real. But uh, anyway, 
basketball season's here. It's going to be fun. Uh, a lot to a lot more to talk about with that, including how rotten their schedule is and how that's we can argue about that. And Trent, I know, is on my bandwagon. How about us. this? If they just go undefeated in the preseason, then your strength of schedule goes out the door. It, it actually doesn't because you've played too many teams over the top three hundred. I'm, ju- I'm just saying this: if, if, you, if you don't lose to any of those bad teams, like losing to Omaha. Mm-hmm. Uh, or well, any, Omaha isn't even a bad team. Okay, I'm just saying, if you don't lose to any of those teams at all, and you go into the Big Ten, and then you go, I don't know, twelve and six, twelve and six in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. How many wins is that? Twenty two, twenty three. You'll be sitting there as a twenty five seed instead of a four seed, right? A twenty five uh, playing close to home in the first and yeah. second uh, half. until the Big Ten tournament. Well, then they lose in the first round every year. Well. Yeah. Jeez. No, I, I'm telling you, this 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 non-conference schedule is going to cost them spots in the tournament. It's going to cost them seeds, and if they're a bubble team, it's going to cost them the tournament because it is it's brutally put together. And I don't understand how they can't figure this out. Preacher of the choir, my man. It's not hard to figure out who's going to be really bad, right? All right, Tom Caker. When we come back here on 1700, the Hawkeye Huddle. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Sponsored by Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Don't let the flu turn you into a zombie with a fever this Halloween season. With the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, you won't be tricked by any spooky symptoms. Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is a great prepaid choice, according to Julius and Deb. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. I just said that. Well, it's worth repeating. AT&T prepaid has no annual contract. And AT&T's reliable network. There's no hidden fees. No credit checks. No compromises. No strings attached. AT&T Prepaid has plans for people who like great prices. Plans for people who like great deals. Flexibility. Reliability. Customers named Deb. Customers named Julius. Customers in Albuquerque. Customers in Springfield. Which one? All of them. The list is long. Really long. Thanks, Julius. Thanks, Deb. You're welcome, announcer guy. No matter your reason, switch to AT&T Prepaid to get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free and all the advantages of AT&T's reliable network with no compromises. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Requires new line of service, $45 or $65 plan and auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources. Fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. Napa know-how. Keeping it simple is usually a good thing. And when it comes to rewards programs, keeping it simple is always a good thing. That's why we made the Napa Rewards program effortless. All you need is your phone number to start saving on the parts and tools you need. Then we automatically give you $5 off your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So start saving today with Napa Rewards. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Posting your job opening to an online job search site is like drinking from a fire hose. You get more resumes than you know what to do with. 
Robert Half is the better way to hire. Our candidates are interviewed and custom matched to your exact hiring requirements. Quickly, satisfaction guaranteed. So what you need is just what you'll get. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com slash radio. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37th 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Did we stick around long enough to hear there is no bear? We did, right? Uh-huh. I, I just, I think we... Because many Iowa fans, this was, this was, we did stand up and yell at people. Where are you going? Brett stood up and yelled. It's seventeen to ten, and people are leaving the. St- lots of people are leaving the stadium. Anyway, uh, spirited discussion in the uh, in the break there, uh, Trent and I with David about what will happen with um, Iowa's, not what Iowa's non conference schedule is going to do to their strength of schedule and the RPI. In basketball, and um, one of our listeners said it doesn't matter. I know which it, if they win the Big Ten. If they win the Big Ten, depending on how by how many games, but let's say they go fourteen and four and win the Big Ten, it's the difference between them being a two seed or and a, and a four seed. And I'm I'm just telling you. And Tom Kakert from HawkeyeReport.com, I know believes the other way around because I've seen him arguing with Trent on this before. But Tom, uh, welcome to the show again uh, today. I, I, I'm. You got Trent just had to bow out. Otherwise, now I'm going to get ganged up on. But I just don't understand every year why Fran can't figure out that those five or six throwaway games can't be against such terrible schools. 
Well, I, I think if you look across the Big Ten this year and the Big Ten schools, most schools have scheduled pretty similar to Iowa because of the adjustment in the schedule with um, with a pair of Big Ten games in early December. Now that is a cha- that is a challenge that has never been part of this before, admittedly. Yeah, you just and I, I just having spoken to to several people who have done the mock selection process uh, with the NCAA, um, they are not in agreement with you and Trent and the other RPI truthers who think that it's <laughs> going to bury them on a seed line and, and things of that nature. What hurts you worse is bad losses. Right. That's what hurts you worse. But Tom, is, I, that... if, you lose to, if you lose to Omaha, that's going to keep you out. Beating uh, three three hundred plus RPI teams is not going to keep you out. So I, but losing to to uh, middle to bad teams, Brett, is, you need is to listen. I'm listening. Your opinion has uh, been formed, but you're not listening in I an effort lis- to consider another year, alternative. And every year, they talk. I, we hear about the, no, the mock you, selection. That's where you run. We we hear about the mock mock selection process, and people go in and they sit there and they do it, and then <clears throat> what comes out in the form of an actual selection process on Selection Sunday, doesn't match up with the way they say they do it. You end up with all these teams that are overseeded or underseeded based on the RPI. And it just seems that, that, to me, when I sit back and look, and when they go, oh, look at all the upsets in the tournament, what a terrific job that the committee did. No, the committee did a terrible job if there are a bunch of upsets because they seeded the wrong well, teams together. Well, that's they no, make matchups. That, that is completely a hundred percent horse hockey. That's the upsets that happen, the big ones. Mercer beating Duke and those sorts of things have nothing to do with the fact that Mercer should have been higher than a fifteen. That's, that's a good. That's that's a good upset. I'm saying it's like Trent said. You know the Gonzaga, the Gonzaga Wichita thing that, uh, a couple years ago. Clearly stupid the way that they put that together. I'm, I'm just saying. I think we're going to disagree on this, and let's see what happens when we get to. All right, I Tom, hope. I hope we have to have this. This we're going to have this conversation for the March. next four months. So I hope we, it works in March. We, I think we, we're, we, we, can, know, we can. Here's the here's the thing. I always come back to, and I, I've seen these, people, uh, you know, Trent and some other people arguing. Well, if they're they're ten and eight, it's going to be the difference between. Uh, uh, seven seed and a nine seed. If you're ten and eight in the league, you should be between a seven and a ten seed. That's just how it is. Well, I mean, you're, you're and you're probably trending down, and it's not, and it's because of your record. What's going to matter is what they do in the Big Ten. If Iowa has a twelve and six record, they're probably going to be a four or five seed. That's just how it is. Well, how I, it's going to I hope you're right, and I hope we're arguing about this in March in Iowa. Has I will be right. Games. Will, I will be right. They will not will. be a seven seed like Trent and you think. Okay. Uh, trust. All if right. If they've won 12. All right, let's move on to football. Um, before, before, as long as they don't have bad losses. That's right. Right. Okay, losses. so let's it, qualify that. And, 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 and that was my point exactly, Tom, is that basically if they win all of the non-conference games, and then have They're a to win. and they have a respectable. Do you even have an opportunity? I mean, Omaha was an opportunity for a bad loss last year because that was a pretty good. I don't min- know who's the final team. of the Cayman Islands, right? Well, it's that's Cincinnati. That's not a bad loss. You lose that, right? Probably Cincinnati. No. Yeah, Cincinnati that's good, is a top fifteen right. team. So that's going to okay. be a good, that's going to be a good game. So so that's a that's an RPI builder, particularly if you win, right? Um, you know, you know, the wild card and all that is your road game at Iowa State because. Yeah. The Cyclones have all those teams. They they've lost 
most of their team, and yet some people have them rated as highly as in the top 30, if and I'm some not, have them down near 100. You know, if so I'm not mistaken. Ken Palm, yeah, Ken Palm has them, I think, 34 or something like that. Ken yeah. Palm does, but, but uh, every preseason magazine I've seen has them like 8, 9, something like that. Yeah, it's so that's that's a that's a interesting wild card there. You get a win on the road in Ames or a loss, and how that affects you depending on how they do uh, down the road. Okay, switch over to football, Tom. Um, well, are you going to keep talking about basketball? I'm fine. No, I want to ask. I want to ask a, a question just to get it over with. Okay, go for it, Tom. I know we can't say what he said on on the oh, radio. Yes, and I know that you no. heard it. So yeah. here is my question: Was it? Just incredibly shocking that it happened, or have there been other blow-ups in the press box that have been unreported, or at least with less violent language? There has only been one, and the incident we're talking about is going into um, just as halftime hit, and it was right after the James Butler play was ruled a fumble. And in the hallway there, the coach's box is right by where the uh, replay officials boxes. So it's all kind of in this one area. So anyway, the only other incident that, uh, that I've had when I've been up there is a couple of years ago when the drunk person was in the Learfield uh, sponsor's box and they came out and started yelling at Greg Davis. That was the only, <laughs> that was the only time. And so uh, I think it might, I think it may have been, I think it may have been Ridge, but I'm not positive. <laughs> I'm always, I am, can't get in the Learfield box. Number one, I can't get in the box. Number two, <laughs> I've only, I, I'm only inebriated for one game a year, and uh, I don't think it was that one. But, oh, well, that, yeah. <laughs> that's neither. So, yeah. so anyway, the, the the long answer to this is is no. I've never heard anything Homer away about something like this and behavior like this from any assistant coach. Now, from time to time, you'll hear a little screaming, but they're in the box, the doors closed. That, you know, that's not a big deal. Um, or you'll see some cheering, like last year against North Dakota State. Uh, you know, their their coaches were pretty excited. Obviously, last year the Michigan game. Iowa coaches were pretty excited, obviously, at the end of the game, but never heard anything like this at halftime. Um, it it was loud, it was profane, uh, and graphically profane. It wasn't just uh, right. somebody dropping f bombs or s bombs. It was it was some pretty salty uh, profanity that uh, I wouldn't say in front of my mom. <laughs> Let's just say that. Fair enough. Uh, I just wondered. Um, I just wondered if you had ever heard another incident of no. that nature. So no, it, it was bad. And 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 Kirk. And I know people believe that Kirk is just saying this to say say it because of this. But Kirk's genuine about this. He's pretty um, upset about it. And uh, it, I think, frankly, given that it involves his son, I think he's kind of embarrassed by it. You know, here's the here's the so I I heard again one of the one of the sillier things I heard on the way home the other night was is that people were a couple of people were like well at least he's got passion around the game uh-huh. like okay look if you haven't paid maybe they're not watching Kirk does chew his gum and write on his little notepad from time to time but every once in a while including the other night he'll be in the official's ear and there are words coming out of his mouth that shouldn't come out of his mouth either necessarily but the point yeah. is this, this there's a time and a place right. And if you don't think that Kirk Ferentz, 
uses the time and place correctly. Because I know at practice, from what I understand, at practice there are words coming out of his mouth that you probably don't think he's using either. The fact is, I bet he had a conversation with Brian that used certain words that shouldn't be used over the air, right? I am not going to think, I, I do not believe, and I don't think any of us who know him believe that he sat down and went, you know, Brian, really, you shouldn't do oh, that. Oh, no. You know? No, oh, no, no! There was there was a chewing. Done. This this was a this was a lecture and a scolding. He may have called Fran and had Fran come in and do it. Fran's red face showed up. Yes, one way or the other. I don't believe that there was any question between the two of them how Kirk felt about what happened there. And and Tom, I think you're right. I think there's an embarrassment factor here that Kirk will never understate. And I just believe I don't care how worked up he gets. I don't think that'll ever happen again. No, I, I think he's uh, learned a valuable lesson in kind of the decorum that you have to have up there. And it's one thing if you go on, put them on blast up, uh, you know, down on the sidelines. And, and frankly, if, if uh, Brian said what he said up in the press box, down in the field to an official and directly at an official, I'm going to guess he probably would have gotten a, a yellow hanky thrown on the, on the field. So, and there's just certain things you can't. There are certain things in a baseball game that get you magic words. Right. You can't say magic things word. to, to certain things. And I don't think Sears and Roebuck are one of them. No. <laughs> so, so the Hawks have got a big challenge this week. Uh, I believe Ohio State will be ranked in the top four, or certainly top five, of the uh, poll that's going to come out in about 15 minutes or so. Um, we were talking that basically in... Uh, my kids' lifetime only once in 2004 of the Hawks won, and in our, our, in our lifetime life almost, in Ridge's lifetime, four times. And so you got Ohio State coming in, and this is reminds me of a, oh gosh, I can't remember. It was a night game. I think it was the fourth game of the season, and Iowa's rated pretty well, and Ohio was, State came in. And, it was the game day game in 2003. Is that what it was? Maybe. And the Hawks got beat? 2006. Six. 2006. Six. Yeah, and the Hawks got rolled pretty good by Ohio State. So here's the question. Can they keep it under 30? They have to if they're going to win. Given you look at the offensive production in Big Ten play from Iowa, and in uh, they played five games, four of them, uh, they have not exceeded 19 points. So in order for Iowa to win – they're going to have to keep this in the 20s at the very least to uh, stay competitive because this isn't Illinois that's coming in where you can drop 45 on them. It's just not. It's This is a team that's playing at a really high level. I mean, they put 39 up last week against a good uh, Penn State team. They've you know scored over 50 in, what, four of the last six games or something. So, they're I mean, they're just rolling right now. J.T. Barrett hit 16 was, in a row. I mean, geez. I was going to have to have some sort of magical game to uh, to even potentially think about winning. I mean, this this, but you know, I'll say this: Michigan was rolling last year when Iowa came in, but they don't have, they didn't have a potential, you know, now back in the Heisman race guy at quarterback, and they didn't have two backs like Weber and Dobbins. They, they just didn't have those guys. So it's, it's, uh, I was, um, to, uh, borrow from Fran, uh, they have their hands full, <laughs> you know. All right, Tom, thank you. That's our signal that we got to get going. Appreciate your time. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks, guys. Templeton, Ryle, last call. 
I hope they can keep it under 30. I'm going to say uh, the Ohio State University 34, Iowa 14. This is the bad one. They've only had uh, eight times in the last 115 games, Chris Hassel tweeted, where they got beat by more than a touchdown at home. This would be one of them. I think they'll lose by 40. This is a 50-10 to 10 game. Iowa's lucky oh to score. God. Next week, the upset turn in the turnaround. Thanks, everybody, helping us on the program. Make for Dave note Crayton of that, Jr. I'm Brett Ridge. And uh, thanks to Trent Condon and uh, Tom Cakert as well. Join us next week on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom! Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessi family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. 1700 KBGG and Charles Gabus Ford want to put you in the driver's seat of a brand new Ford Edge. This car is for you. It's all about getting you a three-year lease on a 2017 Ford Edge. Sign up now to qualify at participating businesses who are offering even more great prizes. Like six $50 gift certificates for Big Al's Barbecue, now with two locations. One premium annual membership to Range Masters Training Center in Clive. Three $100 gift certificates to Lucky Gal Tattoo and more. To see all of the participating businesses, log on to 1700kbgg.com and keep listening for details on even more chances to qualify. This car is for you with Charles Gabus Ford and 1700kbgg. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kitta smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kitta makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at the Home Depot. You have a job to fill. You post your opening to dozens of online job sites and receive 600 resumes, which you barely have time to eyeball and settle on someone good on paper. In real life, they aren't. You train, retrain, correct, redo, admit defeat, start all over again. Robert Half is the better way to find top talent quickly. Robert Half interviews and custom matches applicants to your exact requirements. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com radio. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Overhanging trees present a real danger. During high winds, falling branches can damage roofs and windows. So today, I'll show you how to protect your home by wrapping it in bubble packaging. All you need is a staple gun and 142,000 feet of bubble packaging. Let's get started. 
You could try to protect your home with bubble packaging, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Call GEICO and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses. The Funky Zebras Clive, Phone and Fix, and Hawkeye Tack and Western Wear. Not available in all states. Hey, Tracy, heard you started your own business. Hey, James. Yep, started my own Reese and Irvy's frozen yogurt vending franchise. It's the latest revolution in healthy frozen yogurt. My robots... Wait, your robots? Yep, robots. Each one of my Froyo robots delivers seven flavors of delicious and healthy frozen yogurt to customers within 60 seconds. I have robots at high-traffic locations like malls and theaters. It was the easiest business decision I've ever made. And this is a franchise? Absolutely. Reese and Irvy's provided all the tools necessary to start. Access to premium product, low Local technical support, franchise coaching, they secured me these amazing locations. Now my robots do all the work for me, allowing me more time for myself. And the robots do the work. Yep, they work so I don't have to. Each robot only takes two to three hours of maintenance a week, and part-time packages are available, which opens this opportunity up to everyone. How can I get my own robots? It's easy. Simply go to froyofranchising.com, enter promo code 2323, and submit your information. That's froyofranchising.com, promo code 2323. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web 